Okay, we want to begin our afternoon class. If everyone will stand. Nanda. And Brother Ludo, will you open us in prayer? Mane this time, if you'll remain standing, we'll ask the choir to lead us in the singing of one hymn.
have your seats. What a great way to start the class. And we want to continue our study, of course, of the London Baptist Confession of Faith of 1689. God willing, my plan is that we finish chapter 1 today. And next week we'll start chapter 2. So we have uh, in chapter 1 that is of the Holy Scriptures. So, so far we've gone through the first six paragraphs helping us understand what are the Holy Scriptures. And today we'll try our best to go through paragraphs 7, 8, 9, and 10. So I'll read uh, chapter 7 in the English, then we'll have Brother Luda read it in the Swahili translation. Amen. Uh, paragraph 7, All things in Scripture are not alike plain in themselves, nor alike clear unto all. Yet those things which are necessary to be known, believed and observed for salvation are so clearly propounded and opened in some place of scripture or other that not only the learned but the unlearned in a due use of ordinary means may attain to a sufficient understanding of them. Vitu vyote katika maandiko haviko wazi wazi daniao wala havionekani kwa wote Lakini vile vitu ambavyo viko muhimu vile vitu ambavyo ni viko muhimu kujulikana kuaminiwa na kusingatiwa kwa wokovu imewekwa wazi na kufunguliwa mahali pengine pa maandiko au mengine ambayo sio tu wale waliosoma bali wale wasio jifunza kwa kutu kwa matumizi sahihi ya njia ya kawaida wanaweza kufikia uelewa wa kutosha juu yao Now this is the the doctrine of the perspicuity of scripture the clarity that the scriptures are clear Haya ni mafundisho yanayoonyesha kwamba maandiko yako wazi Now that does not mean that all of the scripture Every word of it, every passage in the scripture is the same level of clear. Na aimanishi ya kwamba sasa kila andiko limekuwa wazi vile mengine yalivyo. And that also does not mean it is just as clear for one person as it is for another. Na haimanishi pia wakati huo huo kwamba eti mtu mwingine inaweza kuwa wazi kwake na mwingine iwe imefichwa kwa ajili yake. But what is necessary to be known about our salvation? Lakini kilicho cha muhimu sisi kufahamu kuhusu wokovu wetu 
That is, for instance, God is great. God is the creator of all. God is without sin. He is perfectly holy. Kwa mfano Mungu ni mkuu, Mungu hana dhambi. Mungu yeye ni mtakatifu na mkamilifu that is clear in the scriptures hiyo iko wazi katika maandiko it is also clear that in adam all mankind has fallen into sin na pia iko wazi ya kwamba kupitia adamu watu wote waliingia kwenye dhambi and that sinners cannot have right relationship with the holy god kwamba wanadamu ambao wanatenda dhambi hawawezi wakawa na uhusiano mzuri na Mungu aliye mtakatifu and we see that all through the scriptures god promised to solve that problem of sin for mankind. Na kutoka kwa maandiko tunapata kwamba Mungu alikuwa na njia ya kutatua hiyo shida. And he promised the seed of Eve that was to crush the serpent's head, defeat Satan and defeat death. Na akaahidi mbegu ya Hawa ambayo itamshinda shetani kwa kuweza kubondesha kichwa chake and scripture is clear that that promised messiah that we read about all through the old testament is jesus christ na maandiko kwa wazi ya kwamba huyo aliyehaidiwa ambaye ni masihi yesu aliyehaidiwa ambaye ni masihi tunamuona kwamba ndiye yesu kristo that is emmanuel god with us ambaye ni immanueli mungu pamoja nasi the second person of the holy trinity of god mtu wa pili katika utatu wa Mungu took on flesh and lived in this world that he created. Alichukua uh, mwili akaingia katika mwili na akakaa katika ulimwengu ambao aliumba mwenyewe. And he met the demands of the law perfectly. Na akakutana na hitaji la sheria kikamilifu. And on the cross he voluntarily went to his death. Na kwa msalaba alijitolea mhanga kufa to atone for the sins of those who believe ili kutoa dhabihu kwa dhambi ya wale watakao muamini 3 days later he rose again siku tatu baadaye akawa amefufuka he took his life back up akachukua maisha yake juu mbinguni and he ministered for another 40 days na akahuduma tena akahudumu tena siku zingine 40 and then he returned to the father in heaven where he seated at the right hand of the father na akarudi kwa babaye ambaye amekaa huko katika mkono wa kuume pamoja na baba yake that is the position of power it is jesus christ who rules and reigns from heaven even to this day hiyo nadhihirisha kwamba yeye ndiye amekalia mamlaka ambaye atahukumu vitu vyote. Now those things we read all through the scriptures. Hizo vitu zote tunavisoma katika maandiko. And they are clear enough. Na ziko wazi that any human being kwamba mtu yeyote whether they are very well educated or not awe amesoma sana au awe hajasoma sana they may have enough understanding anaweza kuelewa of what it is to have the salvation of god ya kwamba inakuchukua nini ili upokee uokovu and how the christian is to live their life kwamba mkristo anafaa kuishi maisha aina gani in fellowship with god katika ushirika na mungu wake Now let's turn to 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 16. 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 16. As he does in all his letters when he speaks in them of these matters 
There are some things in them that are hard to understand, which the ignorant and unstable twist to their own destruction as they do the other scriptures. Vile vile kama katika nyaraka zake zote pia akitoa akitoa huo akitoa humo habari za mambo hayo katika nyaraka hizo yamo mambo ambayo ni vigumu kuelewa nayo na mambo hayo watu wasio na elimu wasio imara huyapotoa kama vile wayapotoavyo na maandiko mengine kwa uvunjivu kwa uvunjivu kuvunjivu wao wenyewe now peter is writing about paul petro anaandika kuhusu paulo and he's saying that okay some of what paul writes is hard to understand na petro anasema kwamba maneno mengine ambayo paulo aliandika ni magumu kuyaelewa and even Some people take advantage of that and they twist the meaning in order to lead people astray. Na watu wengine wao wanachukulia hiyo kubadilisha maana yake ili wakuwapotosha wengine. He calls them ignorant and unstable. Kwa sababu hawana ufahamu na hawana uelevu. And so he warns that we are to study the scriptures that they are understandable, we can understand them so that we are not led astray by false teaching. Kwa hivyo anasema kwamba tuyasome maandiko ambayo yanaeleweka, tuyaelewe tusije tukaingia katika mafundisho ambayo ni upotovu. But we have to do our work. Lakini lazima tufanye kazi zetu. We have to study the scriptures for ourselves. Ni lazima tujisomee maandiko sisi wenyewe. And when we sit under preaching or we sit under teaching we are to confirm that what is being taught to us is really there in the scriptures. Tunapoketi chini kujifunza ni lazima tuyapitie yale tunayofundishwa kama kweli yako katika maandiko. Now we turn to Psalm 197. Tunageugia Zaburi ya 19 mstari wa saba. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Zaburi ya 19 mstari wa saba. Sheria ya Bwana ni kamilifu huiburudisha nafsi ushuhuda wa Bwana ni amini humtia mjinga hekima The law of the Lord that is the word of the Lord the Bible Hilo ni neno la Bwana ambalo ni ni Biblia is perfect and revives the soul ni kamilifu nalo huburudisha nafsi it does your soul good to read and hear na kwa faida ya nafsi yako kusoma na kusikia the word of the lord neno la bwana and the testimony of the lord is sure making wise the simple na ushuhuda wa bwana ni amini humtia mjinga hekima so even those who are perhaps not so well educated 
ili kwamba hata wale ambao hawajasoma sana they are made wise through the word of the lord wanahekimika kupitia neno la mungu now let's turn to psalm 119 zaburi ya 119 and verse 130 na mstari wa 130 The unfolding of your words gives light. It imparts understanding to the simple. Kufafanusha maneno yako kuatia nuru na kumfahamisha mjinga. Now this is why it's so important to attend a church that preaches the word of God. Hii ndio sababu uweze ku I can't tell you how many churches I've been to where the preaching consists of only perhaps reading one or two verses from the Bible Then the preacher closes his Bible and then he spends the next 20 or 30 minutes just sharing his opinion. And then he gets to the the real reason everyone has come and that's for the time of deliverance prayers, right? In those churches no one has come to listen to the preaching of the word of God in fact the preaching of the word is not even there Sasa unapata kwamba watu wamekuja maombi ya kukombolewa lakini sio kusikia maubiri They've just come because they believe the man of God is powerful and he is special and that what he prays for might come true in their life Wamekuja tu kwa sababu mtu wa Mungu ana nguvu na mambo yenye anasungumza ni kweli na kikuombea inatendeka That is not Christianity that is witchcraft Hiyo sio Ukristo huo unaitwa uchawi Those men are not pastors they're just witch doctors they've just added a bible to their wao si wachungaji wao ni waganga ambao wameongezea tu biblia kwa uganga wao no what helps the simple to understand is the word of god kinachomtia mjinga nuru hekima ni neno la mungu it is the word of god itself that has power ni neno la mungu lenyewe lililo na nguvu it is the word of god that is the power of god to for the salvation of those who believe ni neno la mungu ambayo ni nguvu za mungu kwa wokovu kwa wale ambao wanaamini and so you should not waste your time listening to a preacher who does not preach from this text the holy bible the word of god kwa hivyo usichukue muda wako mwingi kumsikia mtu ambaye haubiri neno la mungu because it is only the word of god that will change your life maana ni neno la mungu tu pekee litakalobadilisha maisha yako it is only the word of god that you can find the knowledge necessary to the salvation of your soul ni katika neno la mungu pekee ambao unaweza pata ufahamu unaostahili 
kufikia uokovu wako and it is only in the word of god that you will find what is necessary for your sanctification growing in the word growing in the spirit of god becoming more like jesus now that is not witchcraft that is how god has chosen to deal with his people sasa huo sio uchawi hivyo ndivyo Mungu alichagua kushughulikia mahitaji ya watu wake and so as you read the bible on a regular basis and you pray to god for wisdom to help you to understand unaposoma neno la Mungu kila siku na uombe roho mtakatifu kukusaidia uelewe and as you sit under the faithful preaching of the word of god na kukaa chini ya wahubiri ambao ni waaminifu wake Mungu you will become wise utakuwa mwenye hekima wise unto salvation utakuwa mwenye hekima kuhusu wokovu and wise in order to understand how you are to live your life pleasing to god na utakuwa mwenye hekima jinsi utakavyoishi maisha yako ukimpendeza Mungu Now paragraph 8. Paragraph 8. Tunaenda katika ukurasa wa The Old Testament in Hebrew, which was the native language of the people of God of old, and the New Testament in Greek, which at the time of the writing of it was most generally known to the nations, being immediately inspired by God and by his singular care and providence kept pure in all ages are therefore authentic so as in all controversies of religion the church is finally to appeal to them but because these original tongues are not known to all the people of god who have a right unto and interest in the scriptures and are commanded in the fear of god to read and search them therefore they are to be translated into the vulgar language of every nation unto which they come that the word of god dwelling plentifully in all they may worship him in an acceptable manner and through patience and comfort of the scriptures may have hope agano la kale kwa kiebrania ambayo ilikuwa lugha ya asili ya watu wa mungu wa zamani na agano jipya la kiunani ambayo ambalo wakati wa kuandikwa kwake lilikuwa linajulikana kwa mataifa ikiwa aliongozwa mara ikiwa aliongozwa mara moja na Mungu na kwa utunzaji wake wa pekee na riziki iliyowekwa safi katika kila kizazi kwa hivyo ni sahihi kwa hivyo kama katika mabishano yote ya dini kanisa hatimaye linafaa kuwavutia lakini kwa sababu hizi dini kwa sababu hizi ndimi za asili ni haijulikani ndimi za hazili ni haijulikani kwa watu wote wa Mungu ambao wana haki ya na wana wanavutiwa na maandiko na wameamriwa katika hofu ya Mungu kuzisoma na kuzitafuta kwa hivyo zinapaswa kutafsiriwa katika lugha cha 
katika lugha ambayo zinaeleweka kila taifa katika lugha ambayo ni rahisi kwa kila taifa ambayo huja ili neno la Mungu liishi kwa wingi katika wote wa muabudu katika njia inayokubalika na kupitia uvumilifu na faraja ya maandiko inaweza kuwa na tumaini good job luto that is a long a long uh, statement ni neno ambalo ni mrefu but what is being said there is the original writings of the bible lakini kinachosungumziwa pale ni maandishi ya kale yenyewe ya kitambo they were not written in our language hayakuandikwa kwa lugha zetu they were not written in english they were not written in swahili not even kibukusu biblia yaandikwa haikuandikwa kwa kiswahili haikuandikwa kwa kiswahili wala kibukusu they were the old testament was written in hebrew agano la kale liliandikwa katika kiburania and the new testament in greek na agano jipya liliandikwa katika kiyunani But the scriptures are to be for all people. Lakini maandiko haya yanastahili kwa ya watu wote. And so it is right that they be trans uh, uh, they be translated na ni vyema kwamba yakalmaniwe into the known languages of the world. Katika lugha ambazo zinaeleweka na mataifa yote. And there are many trained people who do that important work na kuna watu ambao wamejifunza kufanya kazi kama hiyo but in every translation there can be errors na katika kukalimani mara nyingi hutokea makosa because it can be difficult to translate from one language to another sasa zingine inakuwa ngumu kuta Fusiri kutoka kwa lugha nyingine hadi nyingine hata vile mmeona makosa ingine iko kwa hii karatasi. There are some things, some ideas, some phrases that do not translate very easily. Kuna mambo mengine ambayo kuyakalimani katika lugha nyingine inachukua muda sio rahisi. For instance in America we have the saying it's raining cats and dogs. Kama Amerika wana msemo ya kwamba kumenyesha paka na mbwa. Now maybe some of you are familiar with that uh, that saying and you know what what is being said is that it is raining really really hard. Sasa wengine wenyu ambao mnaufahamu na hayo mambo mnajua kwamba itakuwa inanyesha sana. But if I write an essay and I put in my essay that phrase lakini napo sema semi yangu na katika usemi wangu niweke hilo neno and someone translates that into let us say mandarin chinese na mtu aweze kuikalimani katika kichina and it's read by someone living in a small village in china who has never heard that phrase na mtu ambaye anakaa china asikie na hajawahi sikia jambo kama hilo and it, they might be very confused what is this man saying it's raining cats and dogs atachanganyikiwa <laughs> sana kusikia mtu akisema kwamba ilinyesha mbu anapaka and so It can be difficult to translate from that original Hebrew that original Greek into a way where when we read in English or we read in Swahili or we read in Kibukusu that we can understand what is really being said. Kwa hivyo ilikuwa ngumu pia kutoa katika Kiebrania kuleta katika Kiingereza ama katika Kiswahili ama Kibukusu ili tuweze kuelewa. But in those original languages kwa sababu hizo lugha ambazo ni za kiasili in the original writings ambazo ziliandikwa katika 
uasilia wake the bible is without error biblia haina kosa lolote now the only errors that come in in our translations is errors of misunderstanding makosa inatokea wakati wa kukalimani wakati tunakosa kuelewa maana ya hilo neno but they are very few lakini wachache and as we read the english version or as we read the swahili version the the main idea of the text is there so even we can say in this swahili version of our bible we have the word of god tunaposoma katika tafsiri ya kiingereza ama tafsiri ya kiswahili tunaweza kuona ukweli na uhakika ambao uko katika hayo masungumuzo ama katika hayo maandiko and unless you're going to go to school and study greek and study hebrew and learn to read those languages fluently ama itakubidi uende kwa darasa ujifunze hizo lugha za kiebrania na kiunani ndio uelewe vizuri then obviously the best thing for you to do is to read it in the swahili or the english lakini kwako wewe chenye unasahili kufanya ni kusoma tu kwa kiswahili ama kiingereza and you have a right to read the scriptures in your language that you understand una haki pia ya kusoma maandiko katika lugha yako mwenyewe ili uelewe and not only do you have that right you have that interest because the scripture is the word of god and in order for you to understand what is necessary for salvation and to live a life pleasing to god you have to know the scriptures na hata sio tu kuwa na haki unafaa uwe na tamanio ndani mwako ya kutaka kujua maandiko katika lugha yako ambayo unaelewa vizuri kwa sababu sio tu kwa ajili ya uokovu lakini pia ya kukusaidia Now obviously if the scriptures are only written in a language you don't understand then how in the world would you know? Kwa hivyo ukipata kwamba imeandikwa katika lugha ambayo uelewi sasa utawezaje kujua kile ambacho kimeandikwa pale? It is your duty to worship God in an acceptable manner. Ni kazi yako kushughulikia kuhakikisha kwamba unajua na unamwabudu Mungu katika njia inayokubalika. And God tells us in his word how we are to worship him. Naye Mungu anatuambia katika neno lake jinsi ya kumwabudu. We can't just worship God any which way we want. Hatuwezi kumwabudu Mungu kwa njia ambayo sisi wenyewe tunataka. We can't cut the head off of a chicken and dance around that chicken and say we're worshiping God. Hatuwezi kukata kichwa ya kuku na tusunguke hapo mviringo tuanze kusunguka tukiimba tukisema tunaabudu Mungu. No, not everything that we do is worship to God. God tells us how we are to worship him and that is information is in his word. Sio kila kitu ambacho tunafanya tunaweza kuwa tunaabudu Mungu. Njia kuabudu Mungu Mungu ametupatia na iko katika neno lake. Now if you can't understand his word now you can't know how to worship God. Na kama hautaelewa neno la Mungu hautajua jinsi ya kumwabudu huyo Mungu. Not only that but the word of God gives us hope. Kwa sababu neno la Mungu natupa tumaini because we know we are sinners. Maana tunajua sisi ni watenda dhambi. And in our consciences we know that We have sinned against God and we deserve his wrath. Na katika dhamira yetu tunajua ya kwamba tumemtendea dhambi na tunahitaji kupitia hasira na kadhabu yake. Yet in the scriptures we read that God has solved the problem for us. It's not what we do, it is what God has done. Na katika maandiko tunarudi tunasoma ya kwamba Mungu ameleta suluhu. Sio kila ambacho tunaweza fanya lakini chenye yeye ashatenda. So it is in the scriptures that we find hope. 
Kwa hivyo ni katika maandiko tunapata hiyo tumaini. But we can only have that hope if we can understand it in our language. Na tunaweza pata hiyo tumaini kama tunaelewa katika lugha zetu. Let's turn to Romans chapter 3 verse 2. Hiyo inatusukuma katika Warumi 3 mstari wa pili. Much in every way to begin with the Jews were entrusted with the oracles of God. Warumi 3:14 Warumi tatu mstari wa pili. Kuwafaa sana kwa kila njia kwanza kwa kuwa wamekabidhiwa mausia ya Mungu. To begin with that is the early uh, oracles of God that is the scriptures yale maneno ya Mungu ambayo ni maandiko ya kitambo they were entrusted to the Jews yaliweza kuwekwa mikononi mwa wainani they were written in hebrew na ikawa imeandikwa katika kiebrania the language of the Jews lugha ambayo ni ya wainani and they were kept pure by jewish scribes na they were kept pure uh, tra- uh, copies of those original translations were maintained by scholars who were Jews and kept making copies of them in the original Hebrew. Nayo maandishi yaliweza kuhifadhiwa vizuri na wale ambao waliokuwa ni wasomi wa siku hizo wakawa wameziandika na kuzihifadhi. Now let's turn to Acts 15:15. Matendo ya mitume 15:15. And with this the words of the prophets agree just as it is written. Na maneno ya manabii yapatana na haya yapatana na hayo kama ilivyo andikwa. Now the prophets are the writers of the Old Testament. Manabii ambao ni waandishi wa agano la kale. And though they were many, they agree. Ijapo walikuwa wengi lakini walikubaliana. And what they had written was scripture, the very words of God. Kile walichoandika kilipatana kuhakikisha kwamba ni neno la Mungu lenyewe. Now let's turn to John chapter 5 verse 39. Yohana 5 mstari wa 39 You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life and it is they that bear witness about me Mwayachunguza maandiko kwa sababu mnadhani kwamba ninyi mna uzima wa milele ndani yake na hayo ndio yanayonishuhudia Now this is Jesus talking to some of the Jewish leaders. Na Yesu sasa anazungumzia Wayahudi ambao walikuwa ni viongozi. And he's saying that they searched their scriptures, those Old Testament Hebrew scriptures. Wayahudi walikuwa wanachunguza maandiko 
wakichungulia na kujifunza saidi kutaka kujua kilicho ndani because they believed that it was in those scriptures that they would find eternal life maana waliamini kwamba katika maandiko watapata maisha ya milele and they were right na walikuwa sawa kabisa but jesus says that it is those scriptures that testified about him na yesu akawa naambia ni hayo maandiko mnayachunguza ambaye ananishuhudia mimi He says it is the scriptures that bear witness about me that is Jesus. Akasema ya kwamba ni hayo maandiko yanayonishuhudia. Jesus is saying those Old Testament writings, those scriptures given us by the prophets written in Hebrew. Anasema ya kwamba hayo maandiko mnayasoma yaliyoandikwa katika Kiebrania mkiyachunguza yameandikwa kunihusu mimi they were all about jesus yote yalikuwa yanazungumzia kuhusu yesu they spoke about jesus yalinena kuhusu yesu and eternal life found only in jesus the messiah na maisha ya umilele yanapatikana tu katika kristo aliye masihi the savior of the world mokozi wa ulimwengu now let's look up one more passage there that is colossians 3:16 wa galatia 3:16 wa Galatia 3:16 Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God Akolosai. Ya. Akolosai. Tatu 16. Neno la Kristo nalikae kwa wingi ndani yenu katika hekima yote mkifundishana na kuonyana kwa saburi na nyimbo na tenzi za rohoni huku mukimuimbia Mungu kwa neema mioyoni mwenu let the word of christ dwell in you wacha neno la kristo likae ndani yenu teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom mukifundishana na kuonyana kwa saburi now that word of christ at one time lived in this world Hilo neno la Kristo kuna wakati liliishi katika ulimwengu huu. Jesus is the word ambaye Yesu ndiye hilo neno. And we read that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Na tunasoma ya kwamba mwanzo kulikuwa na neno na neno alikuwa na Mungu na neno alikuwa Mungu. Jesus is God. Yesu ni Mungu. Jesus is the word of God. Yesu ndiye neno la Mungu. And there was a time where Jesus walked among this this earth na kuna wakati Yesu alitembea hapa duniani and the word lived amongst men na neno likawa limekaa katikati ya watu but he is no longer in this world lakini saa hii hayuko hapa duniani he was taken up and returned to the father alichukuliwa akarudishwa kwa baba and so The word that we have left with us is that word that was given us through the apostles and those 
very near the apostles ni lile neno ambalo lilipeanwa kwetu na mitume na wale waliokuwa karibu na mitume those apostles that jesus himself appointed wale mitume ambao yesu mwenyewe alichagua and they wrote for us the new testament scriptures na wakatuandikia agano jipya that is the the word of christ hayo ndio maneno ya Kristo. Now we're to read that word, we're to sit under the preaching of that word and we're to allow that word to dwell in us richly. Ukikan chini ya neno hilo, ukijifunza neno hilo, ukihubiriwa neno hilo, tukiruhusu likae ndani mwetu kwa wingi. And the only way we can do that is if we ourselves know this word of God. Njia ya pekee ya kufanya hivyo ni kuhakikisha kwamba tunajua neno hili la Mungu. We to read the word, we to meditate on the word and we to sit under the preaching of the word. Tunafatusome neno, tulitafakari neno na tuweze kukaa chini ya mafundisho ya neno. Paragraph 9. The infallible rule of interpretation of scripture is the scripture itself. And therefore when there is a question about the true and full sense of any scripture which is not manifold but one it must be searched by other places that speak more clearly Na kwa hivyo wakati kuna swali juu ya kweli juu ya ukweli juu ya ukweli na kweli na kamili wa na kamili ya maandiko yeyote ambayo sio mengi lakini moja lazima itafutwe na maeneo mengine zinazoonekana wazi zaidi The only way to interpret scripture correctly njia ya pekee ya kukalimani maandiko kikamilifu is to allow scripture to interpret scripture ni kuacha maandiko yaweze kutafsiri maandiko mengine so we do not just go to a passage of scripture and read one or two verses hatuwezi kwenda kwa maandiko ama kwa biblia na tuchukue neno moja and then we simply say well according to me this means such and such halafu unasimama na unasema kwamba kulingana na mimi huo mstari ambao nimesoma unamaanisha hili na hili No because your according to me might be one thing and your according to me might be a completely different thing. Kwa sababu kulingana na huyu inaweza maanisha kitu tofauti na kulingana na yule inaweza maanisha kitu tofauti tena. But each passage that we read in scripture has one correct interpretation it has one meaning. Inafuatwa leo ya kwamba kila andiko katika Biblia iko tu na maana mmoja. And that is what God meant na hilo ndio mungu alimaanisha it might have many different applications according to this one truth inaweza kuhusika katika maisha yako kwa njia mbalimbali kulingana na ukweli it might have different applications in the way that truth is lived out by me or by you or by someone else inaweza kuhusika katika maisha yako kulingana vile ukweli unadhihirika wazi kulingana maisha yetu but the truth that is being spoken by god is only one lakini kweli inayonenwa na mungu ni moja and so you can't say according to me it means this then you over there you say according to me it means this 
Kwa hivyo uweze sema ya kwamba kulingana na mimi inamaanisha hili na kulingana na yule naye atasema inamaanisha hili. Because there is only one true sense of scripture. Maana kuna tu maana moja ambayo Mungu alikusudia katika maandiko kwa mwanadamu. And when we come across a difficult passage to understand, na sasa wakati tunafikia andiko ama mstari ambao ni mgumu kuelewa, now it is our work, it is our job to find the other scriptures in the word of God that speak to that same truth more clearly sasa ni kazi yetu ya kuenda katika maandiko mengine katika mistari mingine katika hiyo biblia ambayo yanasungumzia kuhusu hilo jambo wazi wazi and so it is those passages of scripture that are more clear easier to understand sasa ni yale maandiko ambayo yako wazi ya wewe kuelewa that are to interpret for us the more difficult passages of scripture ambayo inaweza kutafsiri kile ambacho andiko lililokuwa ngumu linasungumzia otherwise you end up with men and women like prophet worry la sivyo utakuwa na watu ambao wanakuwa kama nabii award saying silly things like he is the two witnesses spoken of in the book of revelation kama anavyosema ya kwamba amesikia vitu ambavyo vinazungumziwa katika kitabu cha ufunuo wa Yohana he's just going to the scripture and saying well according to me it means this anaenda tu kwa maandiko na anasema kulingana na mimi hii inamaanisha hii anyone can do that kila mmoja anaweza fanya hivyo but that does not mean that you are understanding what god meant when he wrote that passage lakini haimaanisha kwamba unaelewa chenye mungu alielewa akiandika hilo andiko our wicked human selves mawazo yetu ya hali yetu ya kibinadamu ambayo ni ya uovu we do not rule and reign over god's scriptures hatuwezi kutawala na kuamua kila ambacho maandiko ya Mungu inasungumza none of us can be trusted to say for ourselves according to us this is what god means hakuna ambaye anaweza kusungumza kuhusu maisha yetu kila ambacho maandiko yanachosema It is scripture that rules over us. Ni maandiko ambayo inatutawala na kutuongoza kutuambia kile ambacho Mungu anazungumza. And it is scripture itself which tells us what it means. Na ni maandiko yenyewe ambayo tena inajifafanua kusema ni nini inamaanisha. Let's turn to this passage from 2 Peter. Kwa hivyo turudi katika Petero wa pili. 2 Peter chapter 1. Petero wa pili tusonge mbele Petero wa pili verse 20 and 21 Petero wa pili sura ya kwanza mstari wa 20 na 21 Knowing this first of all that no prophecy of scripture comes from someone's own interpretation for no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit Petero wa pili sura ya kwanza mstari wa 20 na ngapi 20:21 Mkijua neno hili kwanza ya kwamba hakuna unabii katika maandiko upatao kufasiriwa kama apendavyo mtu fulani tu ishirini maana 
unabii haukuletwa popote haukuletwa popote kwa mapenzi ya mwanadamu bali wanadamu walisema yaliyotoka kwa Mungu wakiongozwa na roho mtakatifu so scripture none of it came to us by the imaginations of men kwa hivyo hakuna andiko lililotukujia kwa mawazo ya mwanadamu it was not produced by the will of man haikuwa kwa mapenzi ya mwanadamu but the men who spoke from god that is the prophets of the old testament and the apostles of the new lakini watu ambao walioambiwa na mungu ambao ni manabii wa agano la kale na mitume wa agano jipya they were carried along by the holy spirit waliongozwa na roho mtakatifu so god ultimately is the author of all scripture kwa hivyo tunapata kwamba mungu kwa kikamilifu ndiye mwanzo na chanzo cha maandiko though god gave us the scripture at the hands of many different human beings more than 40 of them kwa sababu Mungu alitupatia kupitia kwa mikono ya watu wengi zaidi ya 40. But it was God the Holy Spirit that carried them along as they wrote so that what they wrote was the very word of God. Ni Mungu Roho Mtakatifu ambaye aliweza kuwabeba na kuwaelekeza kile walichokiandika. All right, let's go to the last paragraph, paragraph 10. Tunaenda kwa ukurasa wa mwisho ambao ni wa kumi. The supreme judge by which all controversies of religion are to be determined and all decrees of councils opinions of ancient writers doctrines of men and private spirits are to be examined and in whose sentence we are to rest can be no other but the holy scripture delivered by the spirit into which scripture so delivered our faith is finally resolved jaji mkuu ambaye kwa njia zote malumbano yote ya dini yanapaswa kuamuliwa na amri zote za mabaraza maoni ya wa, ya waandishi wa zamani mafundisho ya wanadamu na roho za kibinafsi zinapaswa kuchunguzwa na sisi ni katika hukumu gani kupumzika haiwezi kuwa nyingine isipokuwa maandiko matakatifu yaliyotolewa na roho ambayo maandiko yametolewa hivyo imani yetu ni hatimaye kutatuliwa the scripture is to be the rule of the christian's life maandiko ni nafaa iwe sasa mwelekeo wa maisha ya mkristo and any counsel any doctrine na mafundisho yeyote ama kikundi chochote cha watu including this confession of faith that we're reading from itself hata tukijumulisha na hii ambayo tunaisoma all of it is subject to the rule of the scriptures yote vinatakana viwe chini ya maandiko Nothing is infallible or without error other than the scriptures. Hakuna ambacho unaweza sema ya kwamba kimekamilika ila maandiko pekee ndio imekamilika. So even our confession which we believe uh, details what we believe the scriptures teach using the scriptures themselves to interpret to us the scriptures. Hata hii tafsiri imani yetu ambayo tunakiri hii 
inahitaji ambayo imesimama kwa misingi ya neno la Mungu inahitaji kuangaliwa kivyema kwa sababu haifikii maandiko yenyewe and yet this confession is not infallible the way the scripture is infallible hii imani ambayo tunakiri haina makosa jinsi biblia haina makosa and so if we find in our confession of faith that in any way it uh, uh, goes against what the scriptures teach it contradicts what the scriptures teach na sasa tukipata kwamba kuna kitu hapa ambacho ni kinyume kulingana na maandiko then we have to reject that part of the confession and only accept Uh, the confession so far as it explains the truth of the scriptures tunakataa hiyo sehemu na tunarudi kwa sehemu ambazo zinakubali ama zinakubaliana na maandiko jinsi maandiko yalivyo let's turn to matthew 22 verse 29 hiyo inatupeleka kwa mathayo 22 mstari wa 29 Matthew 22 verse 29 But Jesus answered them You are wrong because you know neither the scriptures nor the power of God Yesu akajibu akawaambia Mwapotea kwa kuwa hamjui maandiko wala uweza wa Mungu Then he continues in verse 31 and 32 And as for the resurrection of the dead have you not read what Uh, what was said to you by God I am the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob He is not God of the dead but of the living Na katika mstari wa 31 na 32 inaendelea na kusema tena kwa habari ya ya kiyama ya watu hamjalisoma neno lililo nenwa na Mungu akisema Mimi ni Mungu wa Ibrahimu na Mungu wa Isaka na Mungu wa Yakobo Mungu si Mungu wa wafu bali wa walio hai Now here Jesus is speaking to the Sadducees Hapa Yesu anawasungumzia ama anasungumza na Masedukayo And the Sadducees were a Jewish sect they were a group of leaders among uh, the Jews Masedukayo walikuwa mojawapo wa viongozi katika kikundi cha Wayahudi And they considered themselves experts in the scriptures Na wao ndio waliojichukulia kuwa kwamba ndio wana umaarufu sana katika maandiko And yet according to their doctrine they believed that there was no resurrection of the dead Na kulingana na wao imani yao walikuwa nasema kwamba hakuna ufufuo wa wafu And Jesus tells them they're wrong na Yesu anamwambia kwamba nyinyi mmekosea. And they're wrong because they don't know the scriptures. Wako wamekosea kwa sababu hawaelewi na hawajui maandiko. And they don't know the power of God. Na hawajui nguvu za Mungu. Then Jesus goes on to say concerning the resurrection of the dead. Na sasa Yesu anasungumzia kuhusu ufufuo wa wafu. Listen to this. Anasema hivi. Have you not read what was said to you by God? Hamjasoma kile kilichonenwa kwenu na Mungu? Jesus is referring to the scriptures. Yesu anawaelekeza kwa maandiko. And he's saying what is there in the scriptures was 
said to you by God. Na nawaambia kwamba kilicho katika maandiko kilinenwa kwenu na Mungu. Now the scripture Jesus is referring to was written hundreds of years before these men were alive. Na hayo maandiko yenye Yesu anawaelekeza yaliandikwa miaka moja kabla hao watu waishi. They were not alive when uh, uh, when God gave that word to Moses and Moses wrote. Yet Jesus is saying that God has said this to you in the scriptures. When we read the scriptures God is speaking to us. I don't know how many times I've heard people tell me, "Oh God told me." <laughs> God told me to tell you this. Or God told me this. I need you to hear. No, when somebody says God told me, I just say, okay, what chapter and what verse? Where in the Bible did God tell you this? Because it is in the Bible that God is speaking to us today. Why do we need to go to these false preachers who say that God is speaking to them? Why do we need to hear God speaking through another person? You have 66 books. Over 2000 pages. Of God speaking. Mungu akinena. Why do you need to go to a man who says God speaks to him? Mbona uendee mtu ambaye anakuambia Mungu ameniambia? How are you so sure God is really saying that to him? Una uhakika gani kwamba kweli Mungu amemwambia? How is he so sure? We read in God's word that Satan disguises himself as a as an angel of light. This man who thinks he's being spoken to by God is he so sure it's God who is speaking? And if God is saying anything that has not already been said in the scriptures, we don't need it. God has already said the scriptures are sufficient. Na kama mwanadamu anasema kitu ambacho hakiko kwa maandiko hatuwezi kubali kwa sababu tunajua maandiko yanatosha In the scriptures we can know everything we need to know about salvation and the way we are to live a life pleasing to God Katika maandiko tunapata jinsi tunaweza fikia uokovu na jinsi ya kuishi maisha ya uokovu katika maisha yetu Now why should we seek for words from God anywhere outside of these 66 books Mbona tutafute maneno ya Mungu kutoka kwa watu kuliko kutafuta katika vitabu 66? Especially when I doubt there's very many among us who have read all 66 books. Nina uhakika kwamba katikati yetu hakuna mwenye amesoma hizi vitabu zote 66. So why look for a word from God and you haven't even read all of these known words from God? Mbona unatafuta mtu akwambie chenye Mungu amesema na hujamaliza hizi vitabu zote 66? So stay to the word that you know is true. Kwa hivyo kalia ama salia kwa neno ambalo unajua ni kweli. If you want to hear God speak, kama unataka kusikia Mungu akinena, then simply read your Bible out loud. Soma Biblia yako kwa sauti kwa sauti. God speaks to you through the scriptures. Mungu atakuwa ananena nawe kupitia maandiko. Jesus says that uh, do you not know what God said to you? 
Yesu anasema kwamba hamjui kile ambacho Mungu aliwanenea. And then he quotes the scriptures. Alafu ananakili maandiko. And he proves to them that their doctrine is false. Alafu anawaambia kwamba mafundisho yenu ni ya mapotofu. Because God is the God of Abraham. Kwa sababu Mungu ni Mungu wa Abraham. And God is the God of Isaac. Mungu ni Mungu wa Isaka. And God is the God of Jacob. Mungu ni Mungu wa Yakobo. But those men had died hundreds of years before this conversation. Hao watu ambao anataja walikuwa wamekufa miaka nyingi kabla ya kufikia haya masungumuzo. But Jesus says your doctrine is false because God is not the God of the dead, he's the God of the living. Isaac, Abraham, Jacob, they're all alive. Na Yesu anawaambia kwamba mafundisho yenu ni ya uongo kwa sababu Mungu si Mungu wa waliokufa. Mungu ni Mungu wa walio hai kwa sababu huyu Abrahamu, Yakobo na Isaka wako hai. Even though their physical bodies have have died, they still live. Hata kama miili yao haipo lakini wanaishi. And so Jesus used the scriptures to show where the Sadducees doctrine was wrong. Na sasa Yesu anatumia maandiko kuwaonyesha kwamba mafundisho yao ni ya uongo. And we must do the same. We must never allow any doctrine to rule over scripture. It is scripture that rules over our doctrine. Na hata sisi tunafaa kufanya hivyo tusikubali fundisho lolote litawale maandiko. Ni maandiko ambayo inatawala fundisho lolote. And when we find that the scripture contradicts our doctrine it is our doctrine that has to go not the scriptures na tukipata kwamba maandiko haikubaliani na mafundisho yetu ni mafundisho yetu ambayo nataka tutupilie mbali na wala sio neno la Mungu so let's all stand kwa hivyo tusimame that concludes our class for today. Tumalize darasa letu kwa leo. Next week we'll begin with chapter 2. Wiki lijalo tutaanza kurasa ya pili of God and of the Holy Trinity. Kuhusu Mungu na Utatu. Now when we talk about the Trinity, if you think uh, things have been difficult to understand so far, wait until we start to really discuss the trinity of God. Kama mambo yamekuwa magumu kwako sana, ngoja tuwakati wa kuwa tunajadili huo utatu wa Mungu. But as anything else, we have to accept God's truth because it is from God and that which we cannot understand, uh, we just leave it. Na kama inakuwa ngumu sana, tunafaa turudi tu kwa neno la Mungu na kama hatuelewi, tunaacha. If we could understand everything about God then we would be God ourselves. Maana tuwezi tukaelewa kila kitu na tukielewa kila kitu kuhusu Mungu tutakuwa Mungu mwenyewe. But we simply receive the truth of God because God has given it to us. Lakini huwa tunakubali ukweli wa Mungu kwa sababu Mungu ametupa huo ukweli. Let's bow our heads and pray. Tuiname tuombe. Oh Lord, how we thank you for this time that we've had to study the doctrine of your holy scriptures lord what an amazing thing that you would reveal yourself to us through your holy word god you are far above us you are amazing you are bigger than we can imagine more powerful than we can imagine you are more righteous and holy than our minds can even understand and we are but lowly creatures who have sinned against you we have lived lives in rebellion against you lord 
We deserve nothing except for your wrath and your condemnation. And yet, in your patience and your long-suffering, you have preserved your word these thousands of years that lowly sinners like us can know about your salvation that you offer all men. And we can know how to live lives that please you. And so, Lord, we simply ask you for wisdom and understanding to know these things. And we ask you that by the power of your Holy Spirit, that you might enable us, give us power to live our lives according to your truth. God, we ask you to transform us through the renewal of our minds as we study and read and meditate on your word. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him all creatures in below. Praise Him you all have a blessed week and remember the world knows we are God's disciples by the way we love one another